passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Monday, Monday, interesting show, which is now concluded. Boomer off to somewhere. He'll be out tomorrow. We'll rejoin him on Wednesday at the PGA event. For now, though, it's me and Al. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Uh, Jerry, I think I've lost uh, some weight uh, this morning. Pants during, fell down, didn't they, when you were walking? During the program, I have had, unfortunately, uh, a number of trips to the toilet. What's a number? Like how many? Uh, at least three, maybe four. I kind of lost count. Oh, my God. And I've been dodging. Like It started right at like the first segment of the show, 6 o'clock. So I was like, all right, there's not many people here right now. I can get away with right. it. I did in and out. And I had to do it a couple times throughout the show. It's not going well for me. Even still now? Yeah, no, it's not great. I'm afraid to eat lunch. But I think what happened was I went for a uh, barbecue yesterday at my parents' house. Right. And I probably ate items that my body's not used to me eating. No, no not probably. You did. Well, here's the thing. Because I'm, uh, I live alone, and then uh, so it's either me solo during the week or me and Gina on the weekends, because of that, I could afford to buy um, better, high-quality meats. Sure. Right? So if I'm going to have a burger, which I don't have often, I'll get, like, you know, some organic, this uh, cow was fed grass on a silver platter beef. Mm -hmm. When you uh, have a family of five, as my parents did growing up, you get used to buying, you know, oh, what's on sale? The burgers, this meat. Right. So I had those burgers yesterday. And I cooked them on the grill, and I will tell you that the grill nearly caught fire. There was so much uh, grease grease in it. Yeah. Uh, so I think my body's not used to having that 
uh, grease stuff anymore. Once again, I think we can remove the word think. Yeah. Your body is not used to having that crap. Although, in fairness uh, to the meat industry that I'm attacking, um, normally that sort of thing would hit me much sooner than the next day. I know that would normally Clearly, get me. though, this is going through your body's digestive system yeah. the wrong way right now. Yes, it is. It is going the wrong way. You You're going the wrong way. You cannot wait to get back to just drinking water, eating salmon and turkey and sweet potatoes, and leaving this crap behind. Yeah, I don't know what to eat now for lunch. Bread. That's what I was thinking. Just some sort basic of bread. bread. I was thinking maybe dry turkey on toast. Yeah, that's probably I could good. get that in the sandwich would, place down the road. I would be stunned if that screwed you up any further. All right. That should be fine. I also spent uh, Saturday night. I went to see Max Weinberg. At the Stone Pony. Now, I who is? Who, I don't know who that is. Max Weinberg is I know the, the name. Is the drummer for the E Street Band, Bruce Springsteen's oh, band. Okay. So he was going to. He was doing a thing called Max Weinberg's Jukebox, where he's the drummer. Right. He's got a three three other guys from the band, the local band. Not from Bruce. Not from Bruce. Three other guys. Three other guys. And they do a jukebox show, which is they ask for requests in the audience, and then they play your request. Hmm. Oldies, classic rock, Bruce songs, non-Bruce songs. So I thought, that sounds like a fun evening. It was boring. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Why? Now, why was that boring? I feel like, why was it boring? The band themselves were boring. They, so they just played the music and there right. was nothing nothing more. I did it lacked energy, I thought. But I also know the position they're in. They're not the stars. When the drummer is the star, yeah, that's fair. You don't want to play up the drummer, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it turns out that drummers aren't really all that exciting. Not when they're behind all the drums. Unless you're Phil Collins or Levon Helm who sings while they drum. Sure. Don Henley. Yeah. That's a tough one. It was tough. Did you spend a lot of money on those tickets? No, they were 45 bucks each. Oh, that's not bad. Not bad. Still a nice night out. Well, we left early. Okay. Because <laughs> here's what I couldn't get past. Of course, people were shouting for Bruce Springsteen songs. Okay. And the problem is, Max Weinberg doesn't sing. He drums. Right. He drummed terrifically. I. It's really, you're watching a cover band sing Bruce Springsteen songs. The drummer happens to be the right guy. Right. But the rest of the band are just three dudes. Right. That are decent musicians. Singing Thunder Road and Pink Cadillac. I'm like, this is really, if I was Bruce, I'd be pissed. That I'd he's be, doing a show based cheap, on his music? No, yeah. that it's cheapening my songs. I, yeah, I guess. Like, if you want to sing Beatles songs, which they did, you know, Stones, What kind Bowie. of crowd is it? Is it an old crowd where you get a lot of oldies requests? Yeah, oh, it was an old crowd, Jerry. Gene really? and I were, people kept looking at us going, who who brought the kids? So it was a... Wow. Uh, Grandparents were there. Older people, Jerry. Wow. Older crowd. That's interesting. Yes. Yeah. I do like, again, well, never mind. I do like that you guys go out, do a lot of different things. We do. We try to do different things. It's a lot better than sitting in the house and being bored. Yes. Although she did say that all I did was complain about the beach. You know, going to the beach, Jerry, is a lot of work to gather all your things. Just try going with two kids. That, that's, I couldn't imagine. Yeah. That's where I'm very lucky in that my wife is essentially very low maintenance and easy to deal with. She knows when we're going to the beach. She knows what she's in for. And my kids are easy. They're not, they're not right. nuts. But 
you're still bringing a lot of stuff. Yes. And she enjoys the four or five hours on the beach enough to know that it's going to take her 30 minutes to get the car packed. And then when we get home, there's going to be a lot of crap to clean and get sand out of, you know, blankets and shoes and clothes and all that stuff. For some people, it's not so easy. Then ask, uh, let me ask you where you fall in this situation. So Gina said, I'm going to bring a book. Okay. I said, okay, I'm going to bring... Um, Your phone? Yeah, my phone. I'll be able to listen to uh-huh. music, listen to a podcast, listen to... So we got up there when we each sat down next to each other, and I put my headphones in, and she kept trying to talk to me. And then she didn't like that I was getting annoyed at her trying to talk to me, saying, why did we come to the beach together? But she was going to read. That's what I said. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus, Jerry. Men are we- from Mars. Women are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, all kidding aside, I would think if she's bringing a book and her point her purpose is to read when she's yeah. there. Because I love, I actually, I love the beach, but not to go near the water. Right. I like the calmness of the beach. I like the breeze. I like that there's an atmosphere. You're not alone. There's people around. Maybe the kid's playing somewhere. But at the end of the day, if I'm going to go there to read, I'm going to read. Right. And if Kim was bringing a book, I would think I'm all in with headsets and I can watch something on my phone, listen to music or podcasts, or maybe read something myself. I would not think that we're going to be in deep conversation. And she also didn't care for me doing this, and she noticed that I did it. When she would ask me a question while I had my headphones on, I did the over-exaggerated take the ear piece out. What was that? Like, where I was oh, like... But you can't really... Over-exaggerating the right, removing for, of the earpiece. Were you over-exaggerating, number one? I was. Oh, well, then I wouldn't appreciate that either. Like, uh, I'll have these headphones on now, Jerry. You ask me a question, I'll show you what I did. Hey, Al, did you see the uh, the person that just walked in? F- Al, hello. What is this? Okay, that I'd punch you in the face. <laughs> Gina, punch him next time. <laughs> that would be a bit much. But, I mean, I, I get the whole point of taking the earpiece out yeah. because you're focused on something else. Couldn't and then hear. you got this person kind of talking to you mm-hmm. when they're supposed to be reading. I would do the same thing, just not with the shmor- uh, swarmy face that you just yeah. gave me. You might have swarmied. Oh, yeah, I might have. Then I also noticed this. Uh, the new, and I, and I guess it's been going on for at least a year, maybe two years, but now it's it's reached the entire female population on the beach. The entire female population. 90, 90% <laughs> of the women on the beach okay. are now wearing bikinis wherein their butt cheeks are hanging out. They're yes, not they're, thongs. No, they're chikini bikinis. What is this now? Chikini bikinis. Cheek, like a cheek you're saying, like mm-hmm. a butt cheek? C-H-E-E-K-I-N-I. Chikini bikini. A chikini yes. bikini. It shows your cheeks. It shows your, your cheeks. Ass crack. Right. So yeah. it's not a thong. It is not. But it is not a regular bikini. Correct. It's somewhere in the Very middle. Very sexy as lingerie, too. Is that right? It is. You put it, you put it right in here. It's right here. You you typed in chikini? Chikini bikini. It's right here. Everybody sells them. Is that right? Victoria's Secret has models. Forever 21 has models. Yeah. That's funny, though. The male bathing suit rarely changes. Because it's perfected. We've perfected it. There's nothing to change. And quite frankly, there's nothing to change with the bikini either. They want to show more skin, show more skin. Whatever. The cheek. But I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised that this has taken off. I'm surprised it's legal, showing your butt cheeks. As opposed to the thong? Yeah, that's true. You don't. Re- I never really saw a lot of thongs on the beach. Not in America. Not oh, in the Jersey Shore. It's been more and more. Really? It has been more and more. I remember last year we went down to Manasquan, and there were, in, right in front of us and to the right of us, 
there were two sets of families, kids, everything, and the moms. Now, I don't mean moms. They weren't in their 50s. They were in their 30s for sure. They were young. They were in shape. They were okay. Full out thong. Really? Full out, both of them. I remember sitting there like, how do you not look at that when it's 10 feet in front of you? Yes. And what's amazing to me is the, maybe they are aware or the unawareness, I don't know, the bending over. Yeah. (laughs) Like, honey, come on. I mean, what are you doing to me? My wife's three feet from me, and she's even looking like she's bending over right in front of us. I'm like, right. you know, I get it. I Yeah, uh-huh. Pretty much. Pretty che- much. Cheenies. Yeah. Yeah. Hi. Hmm. How right. are you doing? So, yeah, if you want to get your girlfriend some, Chikinis? I got a couple right here. They're very nice. What are the, Billabong what is, now makes one. What does a chikini go for? $45 or so, I yeah, bet? Yeah, I would say, yeah, that's about right. Billabong has the bottom for $33. Billabong. That is some sort of scam they're running now on women selling uh, bathing suits. They sell the top and the bottom separates. Yes. The top here <laughs> is 37 The bottom is $70 for the full bathing suit. All right. Quite a nice bathing suit, too. Chikinis. And the girl in the bathing suit, pretty attractive as well. Jerry, did you see this video? Many alert Twitter followers sent this to me. This is about girls uh, in bikinis? Nope. Uh, my other thing that I like to talk about, portable toilets. Commerce City, Colorado, video taken by a man there captured a pair of portable toilets being lifted up into the air and thrown by a very strong wind. Why? They were just, they were, they were lifted up by the Come strong on. wind and thrown around parking lot. Well, what kind of wind are we talking about? They a hurricane? slammed into parked cars. Wow. Fluids from the toilet appeared to leak out as it continued oh. its upward oh. journey. Okay. I'm going to throw up like that picture on the brewer's. People in the park had to shield their children from flying poop and pee. No one was seriously injured. Oh, thank heavens. Jerry, a new poll is out. That's it. <laughs> That's all I got for that one. From, really not uh, a lot to do with that. From the Jolly Green Giant. What do you think America's favorite vegetable is? Most popular vegetable. Uh, well, I'm going to say, if you're telling me it's from Jolly Green Giant, I'm going to say corn. <laughs> they are big corn people. Is that not the answer? No, the most popular vegetable is broccoli. Really? Now, I would think that for adults. I would not think that, though, for kids. Broccoli is number one, corn second. Okay. Peas third. Peas then will give you gas, by the way. Peas give you gas? Yes. Well, I don't want that. Do you eat peas? I'm not a big pea guy. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Are you a butternut squash guy? I like a butternut squash. Are you a turnip guy? Which are supposed to be really good for you, and I cannot eat them. Turnips? I don't think I eat those. Is that, is that what they're called, turnips? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like a broccoli, uh, carrots. Yes. Corn. Right. Although I had corn on the cob yesterday as well. That Was that frozen corn on the cob? No, this was real corn okay. on the cob. You... You immediately have to have floss available upon oh, yeah. eating no doubt. corn on the cob. I didn't. I had to wait till I got home. It must have driven you crazy. Oh, my gosh. I was trying to pick out the stuff with my the nail on my thumb. It was so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was. That is raw. And, and it's so good, too. Yeah. But it's a pain in the ass to eat. And if you are one of those people that cuts it off the cob, that's not corn on the cob. No. That's corn. You eat it. You eat it eat on it. the cob. Right, exactly. What about Eat sweet potatoes? Oh, is that anywhere? That's not on the list, but that is my that actually is my favorite vegetable. It is. You the have that every day. Right? Every day. 
Love a sweet potato. I gotta start doing that every day. Eating sweet potatoes? Yes. Because it's one of those things I like them. The problem is I'm the only one that eats it in my house. Yes. You can get so small I ones. I don't. I know that, but I don't. You many, you many nights we've had dinner in the house together in the last month because of this dumb baseball? Which Probably I say not that, a lot. I love it, but we're just not home. I think we have a game or a baseball-related incident. Um, like, I have a meeting tomorrow night. Like, they have a game, but I have to go to a meeting for it. We Literally every night until July 1st. And it's it's it really is a lot of fun, but I'm like, man, we never sit down together. We do on the weekends a little bit because the games are during the day or in the morning. But during the week... Man, you, we go from eating every uh, having dinner every night together to a pretzel at the snack stand here. He's getting a hot dog and get home. I got to get to sleep. It's terrible. And part of that is my early alarm clock. You're rising early. Right. If I was getting up at 6 o'clock, I'd go home. We can make dinner at 7.30. 7.30, I'm not making dinner. What time do you think most people have dinner? Uh, 6.30. Yeah, I would say between 6 and 6.30. Yeah, I would say, I would say between 6 and 7. I know growing up, we were closer to 7 o'clock a lot of nights. Yeah, we were like a 6.30-ish. Yep. Now we're 4.45. Yeah, working. When when the <laughs> parents are working, by the time you get home and get settled, it's 6 o'clock. Yeah. And you got to cook the, de- you the meal. They have both parents working jobs like that. And I have obviously, that that's the case for more yeah. norm. That's really tough. Yeah. That's why everyone, we're, uh, we're eating poorly because we try to eat things quickly. Yeah. And then right. you eat and go right to bed. Very bad. Right. A, uh, wo- I don't know if you saw the video a couple weeks ago of a, a woman in Florida in the pool, the hotel pool, shaving her legs. <laughs> no. I, oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that one. Well, now another video similar to that has just come out. A, a woman uh, on the subway in Manhattan at 42nd Street, she was filmed shaving her legs on the subway. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, actually, on the platform. She was waiting for the train. She was on the platform in Times Square. What are we doing? People just started filming her, taking photos of her. Like an electric razor? Like no, a she's got, got uh, low, uh, shaving cream oh, on her legs, on. and she's shaving her legs, heading into work. I used to see guys sometimes, like if you're commuting cars, guys would sometimes electric razor in their fine. faces you're driving. In your own car, it's an electric razor. There's no, I mean, it's weird. There's nothing wrong with that, though. That's not taking out a straight razor on a subway platform, which is really sanitary and clean. Yeah. And putting shave, give me a breath. That's disgusting. I mean, if you honestly don't have three minutes at home to do that, call out of work. Yeah, call out of work. Come on. Or how about this? Wear pants, you pig. That would be, I mean, that's Jesus. something. Wear and pants, you pig. And what I say pig. by that is that's just, it's a, it's a disgusting thing to do out in the public on a subway platform. Right. You know, what I if agree she, What you. if she cuts her leg? Now she's bleeding on the subway platform? Yeah, that's not good. No, nah, that's disgusting. I'm sorry. Not good. Not w- good. What if a rat tries to climb up her leg? It's too slippery with the sun. You, with the you lotion. know what? You joke about that. You're right, though. How do you know there's not a rat under that little thing she's sitting on? I mean, come on. Disgusting. Very disgusting. So. Jerry, I'm going to leave you with that. The vision of a, a woman shaving her legs on a subway platform. No. No, thank you. Warm up next. All right. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, brought to you by Newcastle Building Products, the only streak-free roof from Scotch Garden 3M. Use it on your roof already. All right, good Monday morning to you. This portion is sponsored by Credit Karma. You just heard that the Yankees lost, the Mets won, maybe like an earthquake-sized tremor in Arizona because they won a couple of games, like in Mexico where they beat Germany over the weekend. Kind of cool. How are you, Al Dukes? Oh, hi, Jerry. Yes, two straight wins for the Mets. 
<laughs> Don't get too excited. I was very excited. Oh, you've got DeGrom on the mound tonight in Colorado. Rocky's yes. not playing great. Never the, know. This could be the turnaround, Jerry. Could be. If they lose another DeGrom game, then we'll know they're back to normal. Yes. If and he it, goes eight innings, one run, and they lose one nothing in Colorado, yes. that would be stunning. Then we're back. Because I did see a statistic on Friday after the Mets uh, lost their game Friday night that the Mets in the history of Major League Baseball were the fastest team to go from 10 wins over 500 yeah. to 10 wins under 500. So something there for the record books, Jerry, for oh, the great. season. Right. Be historically bad. Yeah, historically Ugh. bad. I did see this, though, in another baseball game I was watching. Uh, you were not watching it. You read about it and you saw a highlight. I'm sorry. I think I was watching Brewers-Phillies. What was the final score? 4-3 or something. <laughs> about 10-9. 10-9. I knew it was a one-run game. <laughs> right. Uh, there, uh, The Brewers reliever, his name is Adrian Hauser. Yes. He was uh, throwing up multiple times during the game. Right, behind the mound. He threw up uh, before he his warm-up pitch, or during warm-up pitches, right? And it looked like something out of a movie. Like, it looked yeah. phony, the way he was with his mouth, and it yes. didn't look real. It's Yes, it seemed like you uh, told the guy, go out there, pretend to vomit. And then he th- uh, threw some pitches, and then he vomited some more. <laughs> the best part is he's looking in for the sign, and the catcher calls time out because he can see something's not right. And then he turns around and walks, and here we go again. Then I saw either an ump or uh, the guys that take care of the field were out there with a the classic like watering can, like yeah. if you're going to water your plants or flowers. That was the field guy. They were watering the vomit. The ump was the guy laughing at him. Oh. <laughs> They were watering and cleaning up his vomit on the field. Craig Council said it was a mix of not eating or drinking, and he was nervous. Yeah, and coming from Colorado or something uh, with the, he was where the air. from the minors and all that stuff. Where the air was different there, Jerry. And I whatever. never understand that whole thing with the air being different well, you, in Colorado. Did you go to Colorado? Or oh, you went to Utah? Yeah. The weather's, right? The air's yeah. different there? I guess. And I you did. felt fine. Yeah, I mean, you breathe in the air. It's not as simple. As I don't that understand. I'd be like, I don't oh, know the elevation. You can't move as quickly, or I don't know. I was fine, though. I'm in terrific shape, Jerry. So it could just be I'm not affected by or not playing a professional sport. That I was walking around downtown. Right, exactly. Different. Uh, the U.S. Open. I heard a lot of golf news this weekend, Jerry. As a guy not that interested in golf, or here's what all. I saw. I saw the Phil Mickelson quote meltdown. Right. Right. And it was not a meltdown, by the way. People on Twitter were upset. Then I saw you uh, tweet- tweeting, uh, KFC Barstool from Barstool Sports. The two of you, I respect your sports opinions. You both were like, this is not a big deal. No, I thought it was great, actually. That he hit a ball. Yes, that was moving. <laughs> because he was furious. So he, he, was, he had enough, yeah. He putt. It kept going further than he wanted the putt to go. And before it got to the lip where it was going to run down, he hit it he again. He kind of jogged after it and hit it back. All right. And that's a penalty in golf. Yes, it's a two shot penalty. But the golf purist did wanted him, what, they thrown him out of the. disqualified. And then there were some that wanted him to withdraw. Shut withdraw, up. apologize, right. you all know those needed things. needed to apologize the USGA, which they did because the Greens were stupid again on Saturday. Meaning what? They're too fast. Too fast. The, the ball doesn't hold. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, it's not. You know, the U.S. Open's great. Everybody loves the U.S. Open. I'm not arguing that. But they make it they make it stupid, almost like it's miniature golf. Like, you know, where's the clown hole? You know, it's uh, the clown face hole. The whole thing's silly. I, I am not a huge fan of the Open when they set the course up like that. 
And then meanwhile, a guy, uh, Tommy Fleetwood, Jerry, he had a record yesterday. setting day. So the I guess greens the greens were much softer yesterday. They watered them. The scores were much better yesterday. Oh, they fixed it. Yeah. Now, he looks like, this Tommy Fleetwood, like a Mets pitcher. He looks like Robert Gazelman. Yeah, he looks like Robert Gazelman. <laughs> I thought with golf, you're not allowed to have long hair. Why not? Because I feel like golf has so many rules. Like, we're going up to a golf course tomorrow. We're going and to you the... you wanted to know if you could wear jeans. Yeah, we're going to the Travelers. I said, well, I'm allowed to wear jeans up there? Because I thought golf has all these very strict rules. Meanwhile, I see the... a man with long hair. It depends. Again, this, this is the big misnomer. I used to deal with Beningo a lot. You know, if you've got to wear the khakis and the collar shirt. Yeah, you do. But there's also, you can go play county courses in jeans and a t-shirt if you want. Does it look great? No, but you can do that. You know, yeah. There are some stuffy country clubs where the attire will get you kicked out. There are also some where you don't have to worry about it. So how did Tommy Fleetwood not win this whole thing if he had a shot a record, Jerry, 63 yesterday? Because he didn't make up enough shots. Oh, the previous days. <laughs> Correct. Terrible. Yes, his seven under yesterday got him to within one. In all right. End. He did not make it all the way back. Fair enough. Uh, Oprah Winfrey evidently still has a television yes, program. Yes, she does on her own network. Her own network, the Oprah channel. The Oprah Winfrey Network. And uh, she got to sit down with Tom Brady. Yeah. And he talked about a whole lot of stuff. So Giselle last week was filming with Vogue magazine, a whole bunch of stuff. Now Tom Brady's doing a sit down with Oprah. Right. And said uh, retirement's right around the corner. Which we know. Not those words, though. He didn't use. No, but, no, no, but very close to it. He said sooner rather than later. Right. Because of the children. But how old are his children? See, here's the thing. He talked about how he doesn't want to miss anything. Yeah. And yet he's going to keep playing as much as he likes to keep playing. And right now he still loves to play. How old are his kids? We saw the docu, whatever that thing was. Docu series. Right. So this kid's got to be 10, 11. To, like, isn't that kind of passing him by already? Right. If he doesn't call it quits. Either do, end it now or then don't complain about it later. He says he wants to take his kids to uh, practices. Which right. sounds boring. It's actually not. If you were more of a human being, you might know that. You like taking your kids to practice? It happens to be a lot of fun. See, when I hear people, I always like, oh, I got to take this kid again with the constant practice. Well, that's, that's on a- them. If they don't want to do it, don't sign them up. If the parents don't want to Nothing bothers it. me more than when parents complain, too much practice, too many yeah. games, then quit and leave us alone. Sh- lead by example, show your kids that's quit. That's it. If you don't want to be there, don't be there. It's not that hard. If you have a kid that doesn't want to play, don't sign him up. Yeah, that always stinks. It does. It's very difficult. And it's not not easy on the coaches, the parents, or the kid. Take him out. Go find something else he actually likes. I'm trying to think, when I played Little League, if I wanted to play or not. Because my parents were not pressure parents. So why did I keep signing up? I was not good. Maybe you told them you'd... You liked it? Maybe I didn't want to disappoint them, Jerry. I could. Well, I mean, I think you did that by going hitless in an entire season. <laughs> did your parents ever complain about you going to practice once or twice a week? No. Of course not, because they like little Al running around on the but field. I think it's more intense now. Tom Brady doesn't know what he's in for. He's going to be <laughs> taking kids. Yeah, he's going to be taking <laughs> kids to practice all day long. I suppose. <laughs> and I did, never did get out to uh, Monmouth Park uh, this weekend, Jerry, like You're I wanted kidding. to. Really? I wanted to go to uh, Monmouth Park and I never play some you were bets. Going there. Yeah, I figured this that first weekend. That was a weekend, tweet for you, is what that was. That was a tweet. Yes, I said, "What bets should I make?" Right, you and were... everyone. It really, when I tweeted, "Which bet should I make?" It mainly was a reason for people to write, "Whoever the Mets are playing, bet them." Right over the Mets. That was really what it was for. But 
Uh, some of their Super Bowl odds have uh, come out. Okay. The ones that are available at uh, Monmouth uh, Park. Uh, the Jets are 100 to 1 odds to win Super Bowl. Okay. Bengals are 125 to 1. All right. There were a lot. Then, like the Redskins. Good value, please. Then the Redskins were 50 to 1. Okay. I thought they were going to go ready to roll here, the Redskins. No. They're Are not? Super Bowl favorite? No, no way. Not a favorite. 50 to 1 is not a favorite, but better than 100 to 1. It is better than 100 to 1, but it's not also 8 to 1. I mean, it's fine. I, that's that's whatever. Do you think the Redskins are winning anything? How about they go in a couple playoff games? So if I bet $1 on the Jets at 100 to 1, I would win $100 yes, if they go? I believe so. What if I bet $100 on the Jets? $10,000. What if I bet a thousand dollars? We gotta take a break. This portion sponsored by Credit Karma. Get your truly free credit score and free credit monitoring from Credit Karma. Download the Credit Karma app today. Credit Karma, get knowing like Al would ever bet a hundred dollars on anything, please. Uh, quick break. Back with Boomer and Geo next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Alan Jerry on the Warm Up Show. Brought to you by Newcastle Building Products and the only streak-free roof from Scotts Garden 3M. The superheroes of building products. All right, welcome back on a Monday. The Yankees losing to the Rays Sunday 3-1. Mets had a fun win in Arizona 5-3 as they rallied in the ninth inning. Brooks Kepka won the U.S. Open. And at the World Cup, Mexico beat Germany 1-0. The go-ahead goal causing vibrations equal to a minor earthquake. What do you got, Al? I saw a video over the weekend of uh, three WWE wrestlers. Oh, you love this wrestling. At the San Antonio Zoo, doing a tug of war versus a lion, and the lion won. I was thinking, like, would you take a lion or Andre the Giant? Were you going to bet this at Mammoth Park? That's how I went, and they were like, "You cannot bet wrestlers." I would still take the lion versus zoo animals in tug of war. So I, I said, "Well, then, what are we doing here at Mammoth Park? If I can't <laughs> put money down on a wrestler, do you even know where Mammoth Park is? I do. I googled it. I've oh, been. You have been there." I've tried to over the years to go for horse racing, and I'm like, I don't know. It's a lovely day. It's such a crapshoot whether you the horse you pick's going to win. Right. If it wants to run that day Yeah. Not. It makes no sense. And if the jockey actually wants to run it. And I don't understand the odds. Or it's like, it's five to three odds. Like, what does that... Three give me five, something. <laughs> I want something to one odds. That I can understand. Like before... I did the Jets thing right. with you. I 100 said, to 1, you get. The 100 to 1 odds, I understand. I, I bet a dollar, I win 100. 3 to 5, you're confused. Get, make it something to 1. 3 to 5 basically means bet $10 to win 4. <laughs> Is that right? Something like that. Not quite. Maybe I don't 6. Ever, yeah. I don't like that. And then I did see that Odell Beckham, Jerry, he was at a camp, told the Boneless. children. It's a Jersey Mike's in, Box Office Blitz hello? Monday with your camp. chance to win field-level no tickets. Holdout. This hour and every hour until Yankees baseball at 425. Before we get started, I just want to say on behalf of every single Met fan out there. This is the Rico Bronya Podcast. On behalf of all of the people that were at Chase Stadium on that October night. On behalf of every Met fan that's watched this man pitch, let me just tell Adam Wainwright, can you go f*** yourself? <laughs> wow. Wow, you weren't kidding. You were. You came in hot. Subscribe and listen to the Rico Bronya Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast.